Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed. The People's Podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. And good evening, it is uh, the Hattrick and Rams in this podcast show on heartsoundlive.co.uk It's just myself in the studio and just me But I'm going to be having, a, uh, hopefully she will uh, hear me, okay uh, uh, Off the cuff, Colin, on WhatsApp from Violisha Tull, who is in, excuse me, who's in America And she's going to talk a little bit about Fashionably Chic um, And what she does, and she does a lot of Facebook Lives uh, via and I called it Closet Chronicles because she had to hide in her, hide in her closet from her kids uh, so she can actually talk about her fashion and stuff like that so it's quite interesting so hopefully in about let's say just under 15 minutes she'll be calling in uh, to the show and maybe well, if we've got time we'll probably get a call in from Shannon Griffin Shannon Griffin from For Humanities survivor of breast cancer from last year and as uh, part of basically helping women and other, other people uh, who are survivors of cancer, etc. Now, as you know in the news uh, of the, this week, and the big news that Billy Graham, uh, at the age of 99, almost 100, uh, technically, if you want to count that when he was being, before he was conceived in the womb, he would be 100 uh, for those nine months before his birthday. Uh, but sad loss to the world, uh, but a heavens again because somebody who was very very unique um, in what he did he had the he brought a message of the gospel uh, as a, the most simplest way possible didn't overcomplicate things and for Billy Graham for if you've been brought up in the generation of the kind of and Billy Graham's been in your life and maybe books and you've heard about him in many ways uh, I also, I mean, I've read many of his books, um, and I'm, I, I just think they're, they're great. They're just straight to the point. He doesn't mince his words. He talk basically says it as it is, and there's no, no frills. There's no saying oh this and that, and there's no saying doing this. It's just straight down the line. And the fact is, if you don't like it, if you don't like the truth, he's sort of saying well. Don't have to read his books, you don't have to accept it, but I tell you something, he was just a simple, straight down the line guy for a message and what he did. And he brought thousands thousands came to his crusades that he did, that he went out preaching into in hot and the big tents, stadiums, everywhere. And I also got I got the privilege of seeing his son, Franklin Graham, uh, in nineteen ninety nine in Scotland. Uh, I know Billy Graham did come to Edinburgh, I think it was in 91, um, if I might be corrected, but his son Franklin Graham came in 99, and it was obviously due to his book that I read called A Rebel Without a Cause, telling about his life, and he was a bit of a, he, he went through a bit of a bad patch, eventually how he turned his life around, um, but then just, and he's kind of continued that sort of way of his father, um, Billy, um, and how he goes around telling about the gospel and things, and it's which is great, and it's such a simple message. You don't need to overcomplicate it. I find just personally, um, with there's a lot of preachers out there trying to try to be a Billy Graham or try to, but they overcomplicate things and they or they just get too big for their boots and they get too 
over the top and they eventually become more money orientated rather than what the simple message is and that's what is quite sad and Billy Graham, um, I'll talk about one of his books that I've read but um, the bit that sticks out about uh, in it which is something I will lead on to mentioning somebody else who does um, he's recently done a couple of things which I will come into that shortly but I'm going to be um, talking about a couple more things I've got well, I actually lost, I've lost my train of thought you know when you hate when you lose your train of thought <laughs> just to go into something um, changing the subject slightly on the news that's been happening you've had um, Russia's doping scandal in the Winter Olympics For the, and I did mention this in a very very brief 10 minutes to test um, on news that said in the curling in sport curling has seems to be coming a bit more fashionable and it's become more fashionable because you've even had Mr T Mr T now those who are old enough and uh, maybe or if you're young enough and don't know or do you know Mr T is from the 80s 80s icon from the 18 and he has been interested in curling curling now if you don't know what curling is curling is a winter sport on on an ice rink it is similar to maybe bowls which is grass bowls or what you do very similar in a sense similar idea but instead of being in the shape of a ball or a kind of oval shaped ball it's a kind of like a flat circle disc clay and it slides along the ice you push it on the ice to some circles at the other end and you try to knock the other people's sort of curling stones out the way to get points and in the process while you're pushing you push your stone along the ice, your curling stone or whatever you want to call it, there's people with like sweeping type things, they smooth the ice over so it gets a faster run in a sense, so that's curling, so it's become very popular, but in the news there was a, <laughs> Russians were caught doping, obviously doping scandal, taking obviously dope or drugs obviously, to um, basically to, to hopefully enhance their curling in some way, to so cheating basically, but not sure how taking drugs is going to really enhance your curling aspects because curling is not really much to it, technically. So uh, unless you're going to sweep a bit faster, or it's yeah. So it's whoever was uh, obviously think oh yeah, just take some dope, great. Enhance my curling, great. Oh, Russia, yes, meh, Putin, me, I'll win, win gold definitely. Nobody's going to catch me obviously off their head, but never mind, there's an interesting, bizarre news for the Winter Olympics, but um, it's all good. Okay, so I was just uh, getting a message from the boss, um, I'm going to, uh, yes I have to, that's cool, um, but anyway, I'll, sorry about that, <laughs> totally train of thought, I'm going to play a song, uh, and we will eventually get, we're going to hopefully get uh, Violetia on uh, in within the next 10 minutes. So um, we will be back. Um, but also I will be having a brief message, four minute message from Guy R. Cook, who is one of our supporters. He does a podcast as well and he's sort of a bit of a wrap up. So um, I'm going to, so I'm, just, I'm being distracted here by my phone as well and uh, messages are coming through, a bit crazy. But um, yeah, I'm going to be playing play some music I get my head in the game a little bit because I've got, completely distracted myself and lost my train of thought, as you do on the radio. But uh, I'll be back after Chris Tomlin, uh, How Great Is Our God. So, I'll be back in a second. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> 
Welcome back to Hatsik and Ramsey Unleashed Podcast Show on heartsonlive.co.co.uk That was Chris Tomlin, how great is our God? We do have, if she can unmute her call, we do have on the line uh, Violetia Till, if she can hear us We have to call her back uh, just to get her to unmute her call, if she can hear me <laughs> She has, because I was, oh there we go, here she is there, hello, oh Violetia Okay, she was there a minute ago She's pure call on mute again Hello, there you are, hello can you hear me? You're not muted. Muted on a call. Somebody's must be trying to call you or something. Let me see. I'm going to try and get our guest on. Uh, we were was did a test earlier and was working, but our call seems to be muting. Maybe somebody's trying to call her, which can be one of these problem issues. So it's always an issue when you're on WhatsApp. Somebody tries to call you and uh, this I'm is, here. oh, you're here. She's oh, she's here. Hey, we have we have X. We have. Right, yeah. How you doing? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you fine. Perfect, perfect. Well, just to welcome to heartsonlive.co.uk and to the Hattick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. Finally got you on. Uh, you're I not, know. I know, finally. It's only been about 20 years. Well, not quite, but almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, feels like that. But yeah, so we have Violetia Till from, where are you from? I'm from Merlin. Merlin and all the way from the good old USA. All the way in the USA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Violetia Till. Now, I've known Violetia for a little bit uh, via social media and Facebook and things. And um, she does a number of things. She has a story, a different a story that she's written part of a book. And she's also got another side of things about what she does. And she does... Fashion, which is she'll tell you about, and she maybe dip into her other story side of things regarding her book and her life if she feels the need. And um, but first, we will kick off with Fashionly Chic and her Closet Chronicles. So, tell us a bit about your kind of fashion, what you do. Okay, Fraser. So, I want to thank you for having me on again. My name is Valicia, and I'm a wardrobe stylist, style tour guide. And what I do is I help women to make a powerful statement um, in terms of their wardrobe um, while taking them on these fabulous uh, shopping excursions around the world. Okay. So the Closet Chronicles and what Frazier is talking about is what I happen to go live using the backdrop within my closet. <laughs> and it kind of like started out um, as a way for me to escape for my little one, because um, as I am a author and a wardrobe stylist and a tour guide, I'm also a mom. Yes. And I know your moms, moms out there can relate to being an entrepreneur slash AKA mother, um, how strenuous that can be. And sometimes you just want to escape. So that was kind of like started for me trying to escape and hide from my little one. And actually it just catapulted into something um, unique. So now I do what is called the Closet Chronicles, where I'm talking about fashion, about uh, what's trending in my closet, what's trending in your closet, and kind of like um, building a message around that <laughs> for okay. women. So how, how long have you, what, what made you get into fashion in the first place? Well, I, I always, I always love fashion. Um, I always enjoyed it. I think one of the things that I just made me decide to get into it was that I knew inside there was a burning passion for it. Um, but of course, 
growing up, the typical thing for you, you know, that you hear is, you know, go to go to college, get your degree, become a nurse is what I heard. So I'll pursue the medical field. And while that is definitely an amazing um, experience, I still I still felt like I wasn't um, answering or um, living out that inner that inner part of me that loves business because I've always enjoyed business from the age of I want to say 14 I started my first biz, um, badge business company where I would create buttons for okay. businesses in terms of putting logos on buttons wow. and I landed some really cool contracts as far as my high school that I have attended and Piffley Cole Racetrack which is a very um, well-known racetrack here in the U.S. And so I've always had a passion for business first, and I knew that I love passion, um, love fashion. And originally, I started Fashionably Chic Tour on a premises of it being a fundraiser for me to um, to raise funds for me to start my own boutique. So it kind of like happened on an accident with the Fashionably Chic Tour um, situation. That's good. That's good. So. I know I see you go live on Facebook a lot and talking about fashion and I mean what's how how long have you been doing fashionably chic is it kind of relatively new or has it kind of been a few years or yeah it's been a few years I took a break for around like 2013 so I started fashionably chic tour in 2010 where I just got a group of ladies together um a group of ladies to take them on this bus trip to various consignment vintage and thrift boutiques, which I know there the ladies out there, some ladies out there in the UK and just around the world who love vintage and thrifting. And so that's where I started Fashionably Chic Tour from, is just grabbing some ladies from my church and some other places. And we're just getting on this really cool luxury um, motor coach bus and just taking them around town to the various boutiques and so from there I just instead of starting the my actual boutique I I decided to stick with the bus tour um, um, facet of it because it was less overhead and and it didn't require so much of my time as if I had a actual boutique which would have a flagship and so forth so yes and I, I just I, I think I stuck with it also because I love to go into various boutiques and just the experience and the vibe that you get to feel from these places. So. Well, have you got a, do yeah. you have a tour coming up at all? Have you got anything planned in the pipeline to take a busload of people <laughs> to another? Yes, I do, <laughs> Frazier. And I'm, um, so I'm really excited about the upcoming trip I have for April the 7th. That is the girls, um, the girls day out, and so that is going. It's called vintage and brunch. Mm-hmm. It in, the ticket menu includes um, brunch at Amelia's in New York, uh, endless mimosas, a, sh- a presentation on how sh- on showing you fashionistas out there how to couple your vintage with your everyday uh, look. And then also, just a, um, also includes a, a, a vintage presentation and 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 allowing you accessibility to shop from various boutiques that 
that's going to be showcasing their pieces from Paris, Milan, and Dubai. Wow. So, yes, I have that coming up. That's, again, that's April the 7th. And if you're interested in getting some more information, you can go to bit.ly slash vintage and A-N-D girls. So, and then I have the trip coming up in Paris. Okay. Tell us about that. Frazier. Yes. Frazier, you have to come on one of these trips with me. I will make an exception. <laughs> Normally, I don't have um, males on there, but I'm so eager to style you, you know? <laughs> so, so, so to get me out of my Edinburgh Dusters uh, workwear that I always seem to wear, because that's all I do is work. <laughs> so, I know. In my mind, I keep thinking, Frazier just does not have style, but you probably do. Well, I do when I'm not always working. I do, but I do, can do a bit better when I'm not kind of... Uh, right. Yeah. But it is unfortunately exactly. with the, the industry. So ladies, you can, I'm, I'm excited, Frazier, and um, certainly you can, if you want more information about the Paris um, Vintage Tour, that's going to be in September. You can go to, um, again, uh, you can go to fashionlychictour.com. And then I have some other events that's going to, some more social and local uh, meetups that's going to be taking in that in that gap from April through September. Well, Paris, Paris is not a million. Paris is not a million miles away from Edinburgh. It's not. Uh, it's like maybe a, a, Paris is not a million. It's not like a million miles away from Edinburgh. It tends to be as point. Oh, it's not that far from you. Uh, it's about. Uh, I'm guessing about a two hour, maybe a two hour flight, maybe as uh, a push, uh, a two hour flight, because about an hour's flight from Edinburgh to London. So from London to Paris is probably another hour I'm guessing so it's not exactly that far to get to my flight so it wouldn't be too bad okay so depending on when you're there and maybe if my timing is suitable there's not there's a possible option so and you can style me which could be interesting oh you still there yes I'm oh, still okay, here okay sorry I made a slight delay uh, but yeah, well, tell us a bit. <clears throat> tell us a little bit about your other story. Your, if you are okay with that, the uh, reason why you recently put a chapter in a book called "Repositioned Crowns." So, "Repositioned Crowns" is um, it's an anthology where it's giving you a little more insight and to my personal life. So, it's not dealing with fashion, but it is talking about um, how to, I want to say it's how to rise from trauma that has taken place in your life. And for my story, it comes from a background of me being sexually abused from the ages, from the age of five till I was 14 years old. And so I'm just giving you some insight on what that what that life was for me and um, the journey that I had to un undergo to get to the place where I am today. And of course that process was not a pretty process whatsoever, but today I'm able to speak in the place of, um, of freedom and, um, and healing and in a place of just solitude with me, with myself and God. 
and it took so much for me to get to this point. I'm really grateful. I, of course, I still have a lot of ways to go, mm-hmm. but I can, one thing I am so grateful about that I can, um, that I know was such a big challenge for me was just learning to accept myself and love me mm-hmm. and know that I'm complete and I'm complete and God is more than more than enough. Like I've heard that all the time, but it did not register until this moment and season where I'm at in my life. What, what will do? So that is what will do? A little synopsis of the reposition crown. Okay. Um, without going so and giving you all so much of what it is, because you, I would highly suggest that you get the, you know, you get the book and okay. you can go to Fashion Week Chic Tour to get the book. But if you know someone who have gone through this, um, or if you're going through something like this yourself or have been through it, then the journey of healing looks so much different uh, for each individual. And I never, I never want to offer to someone, you know, forgive, let go, move on, because each of our healing processes are, are different. But I must say that when you start the journey of allowing yourself to be transformed by your mind and, um, and allowing yourself to love yourself, forgive yourself, and really begin to... Um, walk in the wholeness of God and what God has for you, then life starts to begin to look so much different than what it was looking. Because at times you can feel like in that situation and having that background of being sexually abused and for for other ladies, they had domestic violence and so forth. It looks so gloomy and it offers you a sense of hopelessness. But with this reposition crowns book, it's offering you hope to let you know that you're not your circumstance and what you've been through, and you can certainly um, have a have a compelling story from what has happened. Well, we're going to take a quick break. What to do? Would you be okay after this song? Would you be okay to talk a little bit more about that yes, in depth? Please. A little sure. bit more. Ask you a few more questions. Ask you a few more in-depth questions, because you never know who might be listening to this. Who may somebody who might have been sexually abused or been through abuse in some way or form um, may be able want to by listening to you may may touch a chord or something. But we'll be back. Right. Um, we're going to play our song. We'll be back at, and once the song's finished, you might want to put it on mute again just in case, unless you like the song, you want to listen to. It. So, <laughs> just stay in the line. Uh, we're going to play CC Wynn's Holy Spirit Come Fill This Place. Um, so, we'll be back after this.
Hattick and Ramsey on this podcast show on heartsonlive.co.uk You're just listening to it. It's just me in the studio today. It's me, Duke Grob, on my lonesome. It's Fraser. Yes, hello. Um, yes, we are on the line. If she's... Uh, can get, oh, she's back. Alicia, are you still there? I'm still here. She's here. And we have Alicia Tull from Maryland. Good old USA. Um, and from... <laughs> I'm start laughing when I say that. Um, we have Violet Snow who's just right. been talking about, just been talking about Fashionably Chic Tour and what she does with going around um, taking bus trips of people, ladies, around different places in America, also out with America, like to Paris in the future, uh, and taking into like vintage fashion shops where you can dress vintagely, etc. And that's what she does. And so she likes, loves her fashion. But we're going to continue on to what she was uh, talking about uh, regarding her story because uh, Vanisha was, unfortunately, went through sexual abuse and her her story, she, she's written, written a synopsis chapter in a book called Reposition Crowns. And uh, we are going to hear a bit more about that now. It's a very, yeah, it's a bit short notice on the... Uh, talk about it but we appreciate that she is going to do, willing to talk about it in more depth so I'm going to ask her a couple more questions um, so what what happened when did this sort of abuse start and what age were you oh you there hello so it, this happened um, from what I can remember from the age of when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And so from there, that just became a normal life for me. And um, I didn't think everyone was going through that as a child, but I was wondering, you know, for when I would go over like to my friend's house and I would always like watch her dad just to see if her dad would do anything with her and so forth and so when he didn't do that and then he didn't do that with to me that let me know that this wasn't this type of behavior wasn't normal and it wasn't um it wasn't something that was okay because it was going on for so long and so often with different members within my um, family and family um, family mm-hmm. friends that I was starting to think that this was this was normal mm-hmm. so you know just from just from having that happen I will say that it certainly stripped so much of what love and relationship and all those um you know, all those things that you develop as a child away from me, you know, just, um, you know, when I was, when I was, when I should have been playing and having fun and I did have those moments and growing up, but I've always had this, um, 
this on guard, watchful, um, being watchful, just watching my surroundings. It was kind of like I was always in this survival mode. You know, so. So, who, don't worry, um, who was it a family friend that was abusing you, or was it actually somebody of your actual family that was doing it? No, it was both family and family friends. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So when did so it, it was, I mean, how long did it last for, and, and when did it sort of kind of stop or fade out, or was it kind of just get worse and worse as time went on? So it, so it actually it stopped when I was about 14. Um, the, the last situation I dealt with was just being um, trafficked by some, some men, um, some strangers and so forth. And so that, that was the last situation that had happened. So it went on from, from the family friend aspect of what happened. That went on from when I was up to like 13. And then the situation where um, this, the trafficking part came in when I was, I want to say, going, uh, going from 13 to 14 years old. Okay. So where, when you say trafficking, explain a bit more regarding that. So for, for the trafficking, it's, it's, um, it's having someone take, you know, having someone take and use, use yourself, use your body to, you know, just exploiting you, so to speak, if, um, if I can use that terminology right. without being so detailed. So somebody was, uh, as, somebody was selling you off, basically, to a young age. Mm-hmm. And using, using... And that, 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 did, that didn't happen, I want to say, for my situation, for my story, that didn't go on as long um, I was able to, like, get away from that situation. And I knew that, I knew that, that, that was something that I um, didn't want to be around. Right. So what? So I was able to escape that. Thank God. So, so how did what what was the how did, what was the avenue? What was the door that opened to uh, enable you to escape? Potentially being involved in, uh, fully involved in human trafficking or sex trafficking. Say that one more time. Um, and, and what was the what was the, um, the what was the door that opened, which pretty much was enables you to escape, which was prevented you from almost being involved in just about fu involved fully in sex trafficking, not to your choice. Um, I really can't say what door opened. All I know is that. In that situation, I w of course, I was very, I was in a very vulnerable situation with men at the time of 14, um, probably three times my age. Right. Okay. So I knew that one thing I did know was that I was not strong and I've obviously could not fight off these men. So at the, at that time, I, you know, I had to, I had to just. I don't, I can't, only thing I can say that got me out of that situation really, and it may sound cliche, was God. Right, okay. Because thinking about it, I, I could, I could have very well um, 
have been taken away from my mom and she had she would not have never known where I was right but for some reason they you know they they um they took me back to the place where they 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 picked me up from and then I I was able to return back to my mom to be, return back home okay and um and I never I never spoke about it you, her, or anyone else. Okay. So, so, tell, so what, when, when you're now home, you've obviously been through a very traumatic uh, ordeal, <laughs> uh, traumatic ordeal in your life. Um, I mean, how did that affect you, obviously, mentally, psychologically, confidence? Would have been probably shot to pieces uh, growing up and just trying to get your life back together in some way or form. How did you deal with that? When did you rebel a little bit? When did you leave school early? Did you go back to school, etc., etc., etc.? Sorry, Fraser. Could you repeat the question? Sorry, I was just uh, so when when you um, uh, as you know we're on on this um live radio. You said so when I returned back home. When, when you returned back home, um, when did you? You would have been kind of a bit more well. You didn't to go through that traumatic experience and you'd have been probably quite traumatised or psych- scarred for a, and I mean did you talk you obviously didn't talk about it but did you go out to school how did you deal with it were you did you just close up inside or how did you sort of deal with that going forward I think one of the thing, one of the ways that I dealt, I've always dealt with my trauma, the trauma that I've went, been through, was to close up and to keep it in my to myself. Which it's not that's that's not a good uh, a good coping mechanism to use. So I know that moving forward, I, I know that I didn't want to ever put myself in those. Um, in that kind of situation, you know, ever again. And I, as I knew that there was something that I was looking for and longing for. And I knew that at that moment, it wasn't going, it's not, it wasn't going to be in that, in that lifestyle. And so I just said that I wasn't going to put myself in those type of areas where people can just, you know, come and manipulate and use me. Okay. So, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of governed myself as if I was a villain. I could have very well, as a child, went to as a young, a young, a young uh, preteen. I could have went to my family because I did have family and I did have my mother. I could have went to them and told them these these things. Mm-hmm. But for so long, I've went through growing up keeping all of those things bottle up within me that I felt at that moment that I had to hold on to that too. So Excuse me. how I dealt with it afterwards was that I just wasn't going to, you know, go out, be outside so late or be around certain kind of friends or do certain things that I would just make sure that I'm home at a decent hour was my way of, of, I'm kind of dodging what I had just went through in terms of the trauma with those men. So did you put yourself, how did you 
did you go back to school? Did you just get through school, finish, and what did you do afterwards? Say that one more time. Did you get? Did you finish school, or did you leave school early? And what did you do when you finished school? So what happened with school is that at in the twelfth, I I dropped out of high school. Okay. And then, I did I did eventually go back and get my diploma, and then went on to college. So, um, but my whole school, the whole school year and all the, all of those things was very, very challenging for me. It was very challenge, challenging for me just to build a social life with people. Right. And, um, and just, build, just build a life for myself in in actual in, in in terms of just just building a life for myself, it was very challenging um, growing up because all of my social skills and all of those um, skills I feel that you develop as a, a young as a child growing up again was uh, stripped away from me. So. So what? Yeah. So now, obviously, we're dropping out of school. Let's. Uh, Flash track a bit forward. You're obviously a, a, a mother. Uh, have you, did you, usually when you, these things happen, did you meet somebody which, um, who's maybe the, could be, is potentially the father of your kids? And maybe you got you, you got married, I don't know. I mean, what's the, did you get married and you're maybe divorced now, you know, in the situation you are now and you've kind of, you're through the whole process of what's going on in your life. To obviously to bring you to this stage in your life. Yeah. So, are you asking me? Yeah. Um, moving fast forwarding. Um, what was the, what what had transpired in my life in terms of what again? Well, you're now obviously. Well, you're now. You're. Ob- I mean, um, did you meet? Did you? I mean, in time as you, you did you meet? Be in a relationship? Did you have? You've obviously got kids. Now, usually, is that the uh, you have well, how many, you got three kids I think two kids two three kids okay so moving so the next phase of my life yeah. I guess I, I um I can't quite hear your question sorry okay well what I'm saying is you, you obviously you've got kids are they the result of maybe you meeting it you obviously you having a relationship with your maybe were you married or was it just a general was it just somebody you met up and you obviously weren't married and you might you, you you have three two or three kids through that and you've obviously yeah so so at 24 i ended up getting married and so at 24 i did get i did get married i i think one of the things in terms of uh, when i got married around that age um and being where i am now I, I think I would have waited and allowed some more healings to take place in my my individual life before I pursued a love life with someone. Okay. So um, at this particular time, no, I'm not. I am. Um, I'm not with. I'm not with my um, my children's dad. Okay. What was? But, uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, so obviously, we're not being. Obviously, be married quite young and having kids. Um, was any of I mean, I've been going through a marriage. When did you sort of start to open up 
did you ever open up to your husband at the time or was maybe the fact the, the the factors of what you went through result in the sometimes the splitting up of your marriage the breakup of your marriage uh, and now you've now changing your life or what was the what was the scenario sometimes that can help and sometimes it doesn't help it depends on how you're coping with your coping mechanisms are yeah so but one of the things and I when I when I think about this I when I think about this it makes me tear up because um, I wish I wish that I was able to convey to my um, former to my spouse what it was that I was really dealing with and battling with inside. And one of the things that, uh, upon me seeking out help for what I was dealing with, um, being a, you know, what I've gone through in terms of the trauma I've experienced, was that I, I, I didn't, I wasn't alone. And one of the things that I felt alone in was that, you know, I wasn't able to uh, express myself to my spa, to my, um, to my my ex and, and I wasn't able to give him what he was what he was needing on a relationship level because inside I was just so broken and so hurt so when it came to the whole sexual abuse for 10 years of my life with this person and I still was not able to really talk about it and um and one of the things when I was seeking out, when I was going through the process of my healing and on that, starting that journey, one of the things that they really talk about in this book that I was, um, that I was reading on uh, dealing with sexual abuse and was that that is one of the things that can really affect you is your, of course, it can affect your, your love relationship. And just feeling like you, um, and I, I think that can go for anyone in terms of the level of trust. But for me, I was I was so close. You know, I wanted to be open with him, but I was just so close. And um, yeah, that was that was a big thing. But one of the things that some of the things, some of the symptoms and things that I went through. And my in my love relationship, and reading this book, it just kind of like um, it 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 gave me some assurance that I wasn't crazy, even though I was dealing with a lot of issues, because a lot of um, it was talking about a lot of of the women and men who have been sexually abused. You know, they go through isolation, they go through depression, they go through not being able to keep um, you know keep appointment or just certain things that that they wrestle with versus the average everyday person may deal with. And so when I was going through this book, it was just like, it was just answering and solidifying so much stuff that I had been dealing with and bowing up inside for so many years. Um, and even going through my love relationship at that time that I wish I was able to tell this person while I was, you know, in that relationship. 
So, but um, now moving forward and have gone through and going still going through my journey of healing, I am you know I'm I have I have been I've been able to express express and seek out forgiveness for some of the things that I have project, projected on uh, this person during the course of our relationship. And um, and it's just been very interesting. You know, I think a lot of times when you go through sexual abuse, it, it just it stripped my whole identity before I even knew what my identity was. And then me trying to find myself in various relationships and men before I got married and then to get married and never just had that time where I just had just me, myself, and God to just really restore and clean out the crevices of things that has just been um, infiltrated in my life through people. And so while I... I mourn the loss of my uh, love relationship with the person that I shared my life with for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I am really grateful for the second, third, fourth, fifth chance that God has given me mm -hmm. at this particular moment to, um, to really just be, uh, just be in solitude with him and give that love factor a break and give God my heart again. Lord, or to give God my heart for real. What I'd, like, what I'd like to do is, I think we could um, have a part two of this interview. So I think we could uh, go a bit more. You, you covered a lot um, on your what's happened in your life. And I think we could have a part two regarding uh, your the healing process and the kind of the what you the ups and downs of the healing process uh, and and a part two uh, and maybe when if somebody maybe is listening to this if maybe has been listening to this and what Vailisha has been sharing you could hear part two and maybe understand and uh, relate to the bit well. The kind of ups and downs of the healing process if you have suffered abuse in some way or form in your life. Now, would you be interested in doing a part two on another time, uh, Vailisha? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because I appreciate Vailisha coming on the show. It was very short notice, and I appreciate what she has shared regarding her fashion and also her, her story there, which is uh, hopefully if you have been listening you have been touched in some way or form and maybe you might know somebody who's suffered uh, what she has gone through herself as it's a very very traumatic experience but hearing how she has turned her life around um, which is fantastic news but we'd like to hear a bit more and we could do this on another show because uh, time is against us um, but we're going to ask to go away from what she has been discussing we're going to ask her What's your, when you heard of the passing of Billy Graham, what was your thoughts? Um, well, I, one of my thoughts was that he has, he has definitely, I feel like he has definitely answered uh, or walked in the purpose that God has put in over his life. 
and um, he is going to be greatly missed. And I wish that I could have met him, but just listening to his listening to to have listened to his sermons and just um, hear hear the messages that he spoke, I know that he what he has done will continue to resonate in the lives of so many people, not just during his time, but generations to come. So, yes, I'm certainly going to miss Billy Graham. Yeah, I've, have, you read, have you read any of his books at all? <clears throat> I've had, um, I had the opportunity of reading some of Billy Graham's um, literature, his books, and just hearing his sermons. I read I've read books of there's one I have read well three books and one is How to Be Born Again the Holy it was the Holy Spirit's power and I'm can't remember the other name which is annoying me but uh, holy and it was very 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 good books and very explains a lot and it does touch on the topic especially the reason I'm going down this route um, good thing about Billy Graham he's very kind of he was straight to the point he was he didn't mix his words. And when it came to maybe things like sex or immorality, he talked about it in a straight way and what was uh, what the Bible says. And which is the good thing, I think Billy Graham just kept the message of the gospel very, very simple. It doesn't didn't overcomplicate it at all. Now, the reason why I was going down this road is because I did say that I'd mention a person that you know, uh, Charlene Wilson, uh, who has been recently been doing um at, well she's done her second talk uh called purity talks um and as he talks she has a panel of people who and she people buy tickets you watch it online or they can they come into a hall and it's all about the struggles of christians or who have struggled with well, basically struggle with sex basically and they struggle with whether single married celibacy couples before they get married, the, the works, they, she covers it, and she's had a second one, just recently, and obviously on our big success, and she's also been signed up for the God TV, uh, with a few shows and things, so congratulations to Charlene Wilson and the hard work that she's put in, she's also been a contri contributor to, to many shows on Hearts On Live as well, but I mean, what have you watched some of the stuff that Charlene's done as well? Yes, I actually have. I am a fan of Charlene's podcast. And since I have transitioned to where, um, transition where I'm not, of course, um, married, I, I, I need an alternative. So I've, I've been using her podcast as a way of just building myself up. And just embarking on this journey with myself and in, in God, and that can come with challenges and struggles, but it's also a beautiful journey. And I listen to her her podcast just to keep myself, uh, you know, fortified and just aware um, of the everyday things that you're going to experience, and that it's okay. But you can, you know, you can overcome them, you know. So, I definitely love her podcast. Did you ever consider doing a podcast yourself? I have, Frazier. I have considered it. 
Frazier, one thing I really, I really do not like doing is talking. I don't <laughs> like talking as much. And I really, um, I when I was younger I'm, coming up, I was very shy and very with, withdrawn. So this whole talking to people and trying to spark a conversation, I'm, I'm perfect for a one-on-one -on -one private session. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking, I have been thinking about a podcast. I would I would never have guessed that you're shy when you're doing your Facebook lives and you're doing your closet chronicles. I would never have guessed, but I mean if you can do your closet, yeah. I mean all apart, I mean if you in a sense if you do when you do yourself Facebook live broadcasts, a podcast is pretty much a similar in a sense because you're just talking. Okay, I'll I'll try it. I'm gonna try it out then. Well, if you want to, <laughs> as long as you come on there to support, maybe that's not a problem. I mean, the good thing about podcasts, you don't you don't need to be you don't need to. It's not like a video. You just it's just talk. It's your voice, and there is many many ways out there to start. Um, and all your, you know, the best the best way to probably start is to use the app Anchor on your phone. Now you literally just pick up the phone to your ear, and you talk, and you create your own mini radio stations. A radio station and it's you link up with people who use anchor many of them on facebook as well and you publicize what you talk about it's some you can sometimes save them and sometimes it just disappears it's very similar to periscope in a sense but there's no face so you don't have to worry about putting makeup on or anything or looking good just for all you need to just talk and that's one thing about getting over it builds up your confidence uh, doing a podcast um, but podcasting is the in thing it has been the in thing for a while um, and it is very good to do because you can get your views especially with what you do you could talk about fashion and you talk about how vintage get other people on and it doesn't have to be that long it can be 20 minutes 30 minutes to talk about stuff and you could produce quite a lot of them and talk about your experience in fashion especially okay. your tours and it doesn't have to be a major amount. It can even be 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and that's it done. And uh, you can do lots of them. And it could be very short, and people will listen to them, and you take it from there, you know? That's how easy it is. So if you can talk on Facebook Live for about an hour, you can do it on a podcast. I can do the podcast, right. Well, thank you, Frazier. You can do it. I like your uh, your sweatshirt you're wearing. Oh, oh, are you watching me on Facebook Live by chance? <laughs> yes, I am on Facebook Live. I am. Yes, I, I, um, Shana, I was going. To, I mean, since we have run over time a little bit, we are in overtime. Um, just before you go, I'm going to do a quick mention of our supporters and sponsors, people who support the show. Uh, we have Guy R. Cook, who does a podcast. Now I gave him the nudge many two or three years ago to do a podcast. He does the Guy R. Cook Report. You can tune in to find him on Podbean. We have uh, John Drummond, who is from Ideas Go Live, who runs web design. Uh, he's local uh, to Edinburgh and supports uh, myself and Hugh uh, when he, um, and our podcast. And he's on a website for us, but we're going to get it sorted out uh, soon. Also got cardealadvisor.co.uk if you're looking to buy a car or a van. Uh, I have used Cardealadvisor just recently because I have new wheels. Uh, and there's edinburghdusters.com if you're looking to uh, get your house cleaned or office you can give us a call um, we have eileensmith.com who uh, supports us through what she does 
We have For Humanities with Shannon Griffin, who is, does t-shirt design and many other things in coaching. Um, so if you're in, and she's also a breast cancer survivor. Um, we also have Donald Brandt. And Donald Brandt does a website called Little Beach Cheese. It has a beach, as in sand. It's easier to be afraid and slip there. But littlebeaches.com is a, it does designs leggings and clothes and art and t-shirts as well. Um, special like printed all over print. Uh, so fashion range. Uh, so and Vailisha has seen what he has done. We've all uh, so many many people supporting us and involved in the show and supporting Heart Song Live. Um, we also want to shout out to my friend Christian Ramsey, who's in who wasn't in Edinburgh. Has moved to Texas with his wife. He has set up a a fitness business called Energy Fitness. Now, personal training, he has also recently contact, been in contact with a woman called Theisha Jenkins, but is willing to start thinking about starting up helping women, survivors of breast cancer who sometimes, when they've been survived, they have limited movement in their um, arms and upper arms and stuff, and he's looking to specialise in helping them get some better movement and with fitness and um, taking it from there. So basically, so they can get better flexibility and uh, get back to normal life after treatment etc and being survivors which is great news so that's christian ramsey from energy fitness he's in texas but he's willing to travel so if you like what you see and you want to pay his flight he'll, he'll come along and sort you out but uh, there's a, a wee word from some of our supporters and sponsors but uh since we are running in overtime uh we're going to say thank you to violicia and we're going to uh, have her on as a part two and go into a bit more other stuff and maybe she can do, maybe pay a bit more preparation for next time as in my my last minute dot com phone call you want to come on the show help so and she, and she went yeah okay so so uh which I very much appreciate you doing that and even though when you've got kids in the background uh, and there's nothing about live radio fantastic you can't really make it up can you so we thank you for Alicia and fashionably chic coming on the phone. Now we know that we can actually we have a, a great we can she can call in. We weren't sure with the it would be clear enough, but we are grateful that we, it's nice and clear and it's fantastic. And you can re-listen to what Alicia has been talking about when it comes out in the podcast. We will edit it, do get it all sorted and out there for you to listen to again. So um, well, I'll let you go and I'll let you get back to your kids and. Uh, Feed feed the feed the animals or whatever you have to do. <laughs> so, Thank you, Fraser. Thanks for coming on at short notice, and we will arrange a part two in the coming weeks, and uh, you can go into a bit more depth and uh, of the up the ups and downs of the recovery. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you again. I really appreciate it. Please don't forget to connect with me at fashionweeksport.com, and I will see you next time, Fraser. Okay. You take care and have a good one. And I'll speak to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. <coughs> oh, man, I need to cough. Very badly there. Because I think we... <laughs> got a bad tickle in my throat. I apologise for that. Well, just before we round off, I'm going to play a quick, um, quick song. And then I'll play... In fact, I'm going to play what I was going to play just to round off. Uh, and I'm in a bit of overtime, but I will... Um, it's not a problem, but I will be quickly play Guy R. Cook, who's one of our, as I was saying, is one of our supporters. I'm going to just chuck his uh, 
session on and then I'm going to play a song and then we'll wrap it up I was going to play which will probably be I'll play Loretta Smell's music which is We Will Stand and then we'll wrap it up from there and say thank you for listening and uh, yes it has been a very quick and very interesting show and I thank you for Violetia coming on we will get Shannon Griffin on at some point uh, as well she can call in and she can talk about her her journey as well to surviving a breast cancer and go from there so it's all go uh, so we're back after this little segment with Guy R. Cook so there's a special segment for us so it's just the same length of a song so we'll be back after this Hi this, Hi, this is Guy R. Cook on heartsonglive.co.uk with this episode of the Hattrick and Ramsey podcast show these are the show notes the Friday wrap up for this past week let's get to it on Monday we talked about the GT metrics tool which tests the site speed and how that works. There's a, a step in there for a WordPress optimization that if you have a WordPress site, give that a look. There's a pearl in that oyster. And there was a pearl when I recapped the show. Anyway, revisiting the post of last month on Tuesday, how to rank for near me local search terms. So if they're looking for acoustic ceiling installation near me, there's some things you need to do to make that work better for you. And we talked about that. Wednesday, what's on my mind? We looked at the AMP plugin for WordPress by AMP plugin for WordPress. And I can't say their names. And take a look at that link. This is going to give you greatly enhanced WordPress-powered show notes, for instance, by simply adding that plugin. Thursday, B2B Tips Thursday, is we've talked many times about Google My Business and the page they give you. Well, maybe you don't want to be the quarterback in that huddle. You want to simply own the listing, but you're going to hand off the management of that listing to someone better. And this tells you how to add listing owners and managers and communication managers. Give that a look, won't you? That's going to make your Google My Business efforts happen even better. Thanks for listening to us today. Thanks for being a patron. If you're a patron, there's a link in here right about there if you're looking at youtube.com whack guy or cook to see this episode the show's uh, credits are listed there and part of those credits I'm going to scroll down a little bit because this is a copy where we thank Fraser Ramsey the company that likes to clean over there in Edinburgh, Scotland Eileen Smith Digital Diva. If you've got, oh, let's see, what do I want a big umbrella put on that? If you have questions about content marketing, streaming, blogging, Eileen Smith's the girl to uh, contact. Uh, thanks to Eileen, we know about Screencast-O-Matic. We use it every weekday to record these episodes. And of course, there's Facebook groups. A shout out for friends just chatting. 
been in that for going into the third year now, I think. And the Guy R. Cook Report group on Facebook, too. That's a private group, and I try to remember to announce in there when the episode's going to go live. So if you want to get, like, a, a notification, an email, you can do it there. The push crew also sends out notifications. And on that note, have a great weekend. You can catch my podcast on HTTPS, the Guy Cook Report, dot podbean, dot com. And welcome back to Antrick and Ramsey Unleashed Podcast Show. It is Fraser sitting in the hot seat today. Uh, just wrapping this things up, uh, quick shout out to a local business uh, in Edinburgh, Scotland called Jeff Lenny. If you're looking for plumbing and heating to be done, I recommend Jeff Lenny uh, for getting that sorted. Uh, mainly heating engineers, so if your boilers bust, uh, give Jeff a call. He'll come in and sort your boiler out and get it up and running, or just uh, replace it, really. That's what he'll do. He'll sort that out for you. So Jeff Lenny, uh, plumbing and heating in Edinburgh, Scotland. That's Jeff with a G, not a J. Um, so yeah, recommend him. Uh, one more song. Playing We Will Stand by Loretta Smell Music. Uh, Loretta Smell is in Oklahoma in America. She has uh, done many, played a few of her songs and put on the show in the past. And um, we hope to get some new songs in the future from her. And uh, you'll play We Will Stand to wrap up the show. Thank you for listening. It has been a bit overtime. And as I say, we, thank you to Violicia. Uh, we hope to have other guests coming on. And now we have established a great connection through WhatsApp, which is fantastic. And uh, we look forward to having many, many other good, fantastic people on the show. And uh, especially some politicians, because I, I want to get them on and get them debating. And I would like to have Richard Lucas on again, actually. Give us an update on the Scottish Family Party and many, many other things. As I say, as a week uh, has passed, uh, Billy Graham has passed and he's basically home now. Uh, he's with his the, his creator, so we thank you for his life and his and what he his service, and his, the many memories we will have and his legacy will continue to grow going forward. Uh, we also I just want to give a shout out at the end of the show now James Whale I support James Whale's podcast. Uh, sadly, not this 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 week, but the week before. Sadly, his wife was diagnosed with cancer stage 4 cancer. Now cancer is, as I say, a horrible thing. You don't necessarily feel pain with cancer um, and his wife went to get a test after having a cough for a while and realised she had was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer and going through a lot of treatment to hopefully see if anything can be done. But uh, we wish James and his wife for nearly 50 years they've been married um, and we wish them all the best during this tough time because there's no really words can fathom uh, what they're going through. So and it is what it is, unfortunately. Um, so we give send our love to James Will and his wife and family. But anyway, we wrap up and uh, thank you for listening. We are very overtime, but uh, say good night and uh, but next I won't be but I won't be here next week. So I'll be at a fourteenth birthday party. So I'm having a night off. Yeah, man. And so uh, I will not be here. I will be uh, at a party. Yeah. Anyway, I'll uh, speak to you all soon. Have a good one and. Uh, Here's Loretta Smell, people stand. God says, I need you. The world has problems and they need us. We can't let the world set the temperature for the church. We can't let the world set the temperature for our households. We can't let the world set the temperature for our kids' morals and values. Where do you stand on these issues? Where do you stand on your morals and your values? 
You have to have a backbone to stand up for what you believe in. Our bravery comes from having total faith in God. You say, well, that's really old-fashioned and legalistic. No, I'm just looking out for your family. Things are changing all the 